Hi, my name is Dr. Sarah Adams. I am a board-certified pediatrician, but I'm not your pediatrician. Feel free to use my podcast as helpful information, but in no way do I intend my podcast to replace the advice of your physician. Your physician knows you and is in the best position to provide medical advice. Hello, and welcome to Growing Up with Dr. Sarah. I am so excited because this is my 100th episode. I want to start by just saying thank you to everyone who's been listening and sharing my podcasts and who's been a great support for me over this new journey that I have taken. You know, my why has always been to be there for others. And as we get into now 2024, please share with me what topics you'd like to hear in the future, because I'm here for you. So let's get started with the next episode. I decided that for this episode, I really wanted to talk about how you can help your family parenting tips to get the new year starting strong and even throw in some ideas for some new year's resolutions that you can discuss or goals with your kids. But I want to tell you, there's no reason that you have to wait until January 1st. If you want to start incorporating or start the conversation with your kids, start thinking about it, by all means, you're already doing a great job as a parent. These are just things that you might want to tweak and think about to have a strong 2024. A lot of the information that I'm going to go over today comes from a website I really like for parents that's through the American Academy of Pediatrics called HealthyChildren.org. So I highly recommend for a lot of the conversations that I like to to do during the podcast, but also for any question, you'd be amazed how much quick and very concise information you can get just from HealthyChildren.org. So one of the things that I want you to think about when you're starting the new year strong is, okay, your kids are going to be on break, right? And then they're going to go back to school. How is everyone doing in school? Do I need to touch base again with the teacher? Talk to your child about how they feel they're, they're doing. What do they like? What are some things that they feel like they might be able to do to to tweak. Remember, that's going to be my theme for 2024 is what can we tweak? What what can we do to just make it a little bit better? Remember, we're not looking for perfection. We just want things to be better. I like saying instead of practice makes perfect, practice makes better. So one of the things is check your recommended vaccines. Are the vaccines up to date? They're one of the best ways to protect yourself, your children, and other loved ones from all the things that are going around right now. We know there's a ton of viruses, and I was just having a conversation with one of my colleagues about this, and it's it's overwhelming, right? And so one of the best ways to protect yourself is, is vaccinations. And if you have questions about the vaccines, which is completely normal, then don't hesitate to talk to your pediatrician. I have no problem discussing with families what their fears are, what their goals are around immunizations. And and so 
it doesn't have to be so black and white. Sometimes if you want to set up like a different routine or a different schedule, as long as you discuss it with your pediatric healthcare provider, what you're going to find is that they can work with you to come up with a way that you feel comfortable. Now, this doesn't mean that we can't think about other ways to help our immune system, right? And that is, again, good hand washing, good hand hygiene practices and habits. And one of the other things too is brushing teeth. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but I tell kids one of the best ways to boost their immune system is to make sure they're brushing their teeth twice a day and if age appropriate, flossing once a day. All those germs in the mouth make such a big difference. And we're learning more and more about how our oral health is impacting our physical health. And while we're on the subject of what to do with to make the new year strong, it's probably time to change the toothbrushes because I think sometimes we forget that we should be getting a new toothbrush every six months. Okay, so that's the first one. Boost in your immune system, right? The other thing is, let's talk about doing good digitally. So start to pay attention, like what are they watching on TV? What are they watching online? And devote some time to making sure that they're using age-appropriate media. I've mentioned this in other podcasts, and the AAP has, and that's the American Academy Pediatrics.org or AAP.org, has a really cool thing where you can make a family media use plan um, that, you know, so that you don't start, the, or that not just you, but also your kids aren't, you know, developing unhealthy habits when it comes to screen time. And remember that screen time doesn't always have to be alone time. You can watch things together. You can play video games together. And that's one of the best ways for you to understand what they're doing and be a part of it and really talk about what they're watching, what they're seeing, answer questions, and then realize, hey, okay, maybe we need to change things up a little bit. And I do talk about screen time etc. And just remember that it can be fluid. You know, it really depends on the child. And it's okay if you want to just, you know, tweak. There it goes again. We should probably have a game where every time I say tweak during this podcast that, uh, you know, you get to do something fun. But anyway, just it's okay to tweak the time. On average, we usually recommend two hours a day, but sometimes it's a rainy day. Sometimes they don't feel good and you need a little bit more time. Doing it together can make such a big difference. Okay, so that's number, number two. Number three is read. If you haven't had a chance to listen to the podcast that I did a couple podcasts ago um, about reading and lit reading literacy and, and getting your child, you know, to be a good reader, we know that this is such an important part of their growth and development. So read together, set aside some time to read every single day. An easy way to build that in, especially for young kids, is the bedtime routine. For older kids and teens, maybe share a favorite book and take turns reading it. Read it together, read out loud, or listen to audiobooks together. It's so good for, it has so many brain-boosting benefits. <laughs> that was a little hard to say. And reading together also strengthens that special bond between you and your child. 
All right, next one. Move your body. Move your body and get outside more. I know here in northeastern Ohio, of course, the weather's going to start to get cold. It already is pretty cold, but we're having a beautiful day today. And uh, But get outside. Take a walk. You know, bundle up. Make a snowman. Or come up with some fun activities that you can do inside and, uh, and, and you know, move around and, and play. And but getting outside also gives you not just the physical activity, but that vitamin D that we get from nature. And um, it's a great way to have a healthy alternative to the screen time that I just mentioned. And it also helps with sleep. So that's those are there's so many benefits to just getting outside. Next one is if your child is in a car seat, for example, keep the kids riding rear facing as long as possible up to the limits of their car seat. And this is so important. So you want all children under two should should be rear facing. Most children up to age four should also be rear facing based on the limits of their car seat. So if in the past, you know, you you you're doing it, you're doing it right. Okay. But in the past, you know, we just said, oh, at two, you can go forward. Now, my recommendation is if they still meet the weight and height requirement to be rear, keep them rear facing as long as you can. I realize you're in the thick of it. And, you know, it's also really tough because as kids get older, especially around four, they don't want to sit in car seats anymore. But you need to make sure that they are they stay in their car seat as long as possible, rear facing, then forward facing as long as, again, the limits of the car seat. And they're all really different. And remind people, too, who also transport your kids. One of the things I love about kids is when I talk about safety, I'll, I'll also mention that, you know, no kids in the front seat. And in Inevitably, somebody always throws a parent or a grandparent or somebody under the bus and says, you know, well, dad lets me ride in the front seat sometimes. <laughs> and so that's a great opportunity to have a good discussion with the whole family about about safety and uh, riding in the car. When you when it is time for them to get into a booster seat, I would recommend the high back booster and then um, and keep them in the booster seat until at least eight years old. And actually, they say four foot eight. So I know sometimes they see their friends are not in the boosters and so on. And that's really tough. But just explain. I think if you let them understand why it's important that they do this and that, you know, we really we're, we're more than likely not going to get into a car accident, but we just want to make sure that, that they're in the safest place in the car and in the safest way that they're buckled in. Okay, so what are some other tips that we can think about? Well, healthy nutrition, of course. That, I mean, I, I couldn't discuss, you know, ways to really make sure that 2024 is strong without saying that it's a really good thing to start, you know, I think a lot of people for for um, resolutions are like, I really want to start eating better, right? We know it makes us feel better, nourishing our body. I really try hard with children to kind of get away from good food, bad food. You know, this is bad for you. This is good for you. I, I talk a lot about like all the time foods and some of the time foods. Like this is some of the language I recommend with my parents, but I don't want them to build up 
an unhealthy relationship to food. Really focus on the fact that this these certain foods, fruits, vegetables, lean proteins, whole grains, for example, eating the rainbow, all help nourish our body, help us grow, help us feel better, help our skin, our hair, our energy, our sleep, etc. One of the best ways too is to set aside time to cook together. You know, a lot of times, really, especially now that the holidays are among us, right? Baking treats together and being okay with having those treats. Those are the summer some of the time foods, you know, keep the fun going into the new year, set aside special time to cook together as a family. And if your child's um, a picky eater, by cooking together, what you might find is that they might be more interested in trying new tasty, healthy foods. Another tip is actually making a family disaster kit. So it's, it's kind of tough to think about disasters like fires and hurricanes and tornadoes and but we know that they do affect our communities and so being ready is one of the best ways to be less afraid so assemble some basic supplies that you can have and um, definitely like go through it with them I remember my son knew our like fire plan when things you know if, if that would happen I remember as a child we had a fire in our house and it was winter and everybody ran outside, which is the right thing to do, right? And I was the only one that had grabbed my slippers and my rope. (laughs) But yeah, so having things and being prepared makes it just happen so much easier, quicker with less fear. Self-care. Let's talk a little bit about that. You know, mental health, health, sleep, you know, healthy eating, sleep, um, your immunity, spending time together, watching what their screen time is, getting outside, all those things are important, but really being mindful and practicing some self-care. You know, when's the last time you had a checkup? When's the last time you saw the doctor or got proper rest? You know, it's easy to forget that taking care of ourselves is really important and role modeling, but also makes us better able to care for our own child and our child's health. So this is very important, but realize, I know you're in the thick of all this, you know, it's, and if you're already doing that, congratulations, but it's okay to set boundaries and to take care of yourself. That is probably one of the ones that I really hope that you'll focus on. And you know, You don't have to do these all at once. These are just some tips to just kind of make you think about what it is that I want to do to keep my family healthy and and through, you know, the beginning of 2024. Well, New Year's resolutions are one of the best ways to help your child, you know, focus on forming good habits and setting some healthy goals, but make sure they're realistic, right? You know, kids love having something to look forward to. And so what you can do... Excuse me a minute. (coughs) Sorry, because I'm doing all the talking. (laughs) Sorry about that. Is, okay. Kids love having something to to work towards, right? And so having some fun ideas and then keeping track of those, whether it's on like a sticker chart or um, 
you know, reward system, depending on their age. So making these resolutions and goals together, but write them down and then have something to show. So I'll go through some examples, but sit down together, pick maybe one or two goals that they want to set, make sure it's not overwhelming and just talk to them about it and make it fun. So remember it's age dependent. So like, Let's see, it could be reading, a goal of reading every day, even if it's just for a week. And then they start picking things up and it becomes more of a habit. So you could also reward them saying maybe if they if they read every day for a week, then they get to pick a family movie during the weekend. Or maybe you want your preschooler to eat more vegetables, maybe drip putting them into smoothies, you know, that the whole family enjoys. So these are some ideas and getting the kids involved in this decision making really makes it fun for the entire family. Okay. And we want, the goal is we want these to be long lasting habits. So let's say preschoolers, maybe they want to clean up their toys and putting them where they belong. Others might be brushing teeth twice a day. That can go for any age, really. Because I find teenagers, especially when we're not helping them anymore, they kind of back off on those things. And as I mentioned in the beginning, that's one of the best ways to boost your immune system. Washing hands, trying new foods, uh, learning to clear the table when I'm done eating. I'll be friendly to my animals and I'll learn how to ask owners of other animals if I can pet them first. You could come up with so many fun ideas, holding hands before you cross the street. All of these things keep them happy, they're healthy, and really help build those connections and keep everybody safe. So now you've got like, what about an elementary um, age child? Like what are some fun things, like some goals that you can discuss? So the, and again, you don't want to, I only want you to pick you know, one or two at a time, once you feel like they've kind of built that in, I'm just giving you some ideas. So drinking water and healthy beverages every day and keeping soda and fruit drinks for a special time. I think that's a great one. We talked about safety in being in the car, whether it's a car seat, a booster or a lap belt, I will put it on every single time I get into the car. Hopefully you're already doing that. But I think that's, you know, it set a goal that you know, again, is realistic. I'll try to do some physical activity every single day. Or maybe if that seems overwhelming, let's just start with three times a week. Things like playing tag or jumping rope or dancing. If it's um, age appropriate or, you know, uh, weather appropriate could be like riding a bike, you know, two, three times a day. One of the most important things, too, you can do is take care of your skin, wearing sunscreen, wearing a hat, wearing glasses, and the helmet when you're riding a bike, a scooter, and a skateboard. These are just ideas, like I mentioned, and I just, I know a lot of these things are really coming off like the safety things, but this is one of the best ways that you can really start 2024 strong. Let's talk a little bit about relationships. Some New Year's goals or resolutions can be, I'll try to be friendly to kids who may have a hard time making friends by talking to them and inviting them to join activities. Or I'll tell an adult about bullying that I see or hear about at school. Or even I'll keep my personal information safe, like 
making sure that they're not sharing their name, their home address, their school name, telephone number, etc., or even a picture with anyone on the computer or phone without asking a parent first. And maybe even saying, I'll talk to a parent or a trusted adult when I have a problem or feel stressed. I'll follow household rules about video games and internet use and read for fun. Those are some fun ideas, especially for your kind of like tween age group and, um, and, and getting into a little bit of that kind of 12, 13 year age, etc. So when it comes to the older kids, again, focusing on physical activity, eating the right and types and amounts of food, but to nourish the body. Again, we don't want to have an unhealthy, you know, experience with food. We want to tell them about why it is it's important to eat these certain foods, getting the right amount of sleep. Now for teens, eight to 10 hours is really an ideal night and staying on a good sleep routine. Maybe a resolution could be, I'm going to help out in my community. Um, I'm going to spend time talking again. This can be the older kids to my parent or a trusted adult. If I'm feeling sad or being bullied or I'm struggling or stressing, um, you know, etc., and resisting peer pressure for drugs, alcohol, smoking, or vaping. Positing, positive parenting, you know, being a parent, I got to tell you, I know we all know it's not easy, but I really want to set you up for success in 2023. So when you're thinking about these goals and you're thinking about what it is that you really want to focus on for your family, consider your day in and day out time with your kids. Are you multitasking or are you actually able to spend some quality time with them? Again, physical activity with your kids, watching things on electronics with your kids, and making sure that you're fully present and engaged. You know, in a podcast that you're going to hear at the beginning of the year, one of the sleep experts talks about attention seeking. And remember that there's positive attention and then there's negative attention and even negative attention sometimes can encourage behavior that we really don't want so catch your kid doing something right and then if you are catching them doing something wrong if you can just talk to them and still very positive calm remembering that a calm brain calms a brain right And here's that tweak again, you know, you can turn these behaviors around by making small, small tweaks, you know, based on the time that you're, that you're spending with your kid, being kid centered, intentional, and really, you know, spending direct time with them. Doesn't mean that you have to spend like, you know, maybe set aside 10 minutes every day to make sure you're spending kid centered time together. Ensure that your kids are getting enough sleep. You know, sleep matters so much. And I hope um, in a couple episodes you'll listen to an amazing sleep toddler expert, a toddler sleep expert who talks about the importance of, of a good night's sleep. But sleep does matter. And 
making sure that we're getting enough sleep, having a good bedtime routine, a good sleep environment. This is a great time, too, to retool those routines. You know, if you've kind of gotten out of routine, especially during the holidays, refresh, you know, refresh that evening routine, reset the bedtime, you know, and um, sometimes this can be tricky, I know, but uh, it's okay to just kind of say, here we go, everybody, we're resetting as we get back to school and demonstrate the behaviors you want to see. You know, most parents, whether we like to admit it or not, sometimes we might be contributing to our kids' poor behavior. Have you ever heard people say, do as I say, not as I do? Or even kids noticing things, they'll say, that's not fair. You're not alone. You know, like I said, everything is not black and white, and our actions are not consistent with our words sometimes. And kids are going to push back, but... Make sure that what you try to do every day is being a good example and role model, living how you really want them to live. I hope that these things can be helpful. And when there are struggles, I want to make sure, like set up family meetings. One of my early podcasts, I had the opportunity to work with Dr. Michelle Levitt, and she had recommended that every Sunday you should have a family meeting and talk about the week that went past, what went well, maybe we called it roses and thorns. What were some rose moments? What were some thorns? And then talk about the week ahead and ways that we can be strengthened, way, discuss the challenges that we might be coming up and do that as a family together. Well, I just want to thank you. These are just some tips, you know, they're they're not all inclusive. I I think, you know, safety, mind body, you know, all these things are so important. Reset, get ready for 2024. It it what an amazing year it's going to be and Thank you so much for supporting me in these 100 episodes, and I'm excited to, um, I've got some great guests uh, lined up for 2024 to help us all be the best that we can be so that we can take care of our families and grow up together. Thanks for listening to another episode of Growing Up with Dr. Sarah. If you enjoyed this episode and think the information shared here today could benefit someone else, take a screenshot of the episode and post to your Instagram story. Make sure you tag us at Growing Up With Dr. Sarah so we can spread the word about the show and continue to grow in our mission to support as many parents and families as possible. Hey, if you're interested in being a guest on the show or would like to suggest a topic, please visit www growingupwithdrsarah.com slash contact. Thanks again for spending time with us today. Stay tuned for a brand new episode next week as we continue to grow up together.